0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Round. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business, joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate, the Professor Christian. Welcome back, Nate.
1: Hey, Mike. You know, I just literally got a notification as you were introing that CJ Stroud is still in concussion protocol and likely to miss this coming week's game as well. What is going on? There are so many players dropping at the quarterback position and at the running back position everywhere. Man, depth is more important than ever.
0: I've always been a big proponent of depth, and this is why, especially now you're in the playoffs. Your starting lineup has gotten you here, but sometimes your depth has to bring you home. Starting pitchers in the baseball, they don't always go a complete game. That's why you have to have a good bullpen. So think of your bench as a good, good bullpen. It's Mm -hmm. important. You got to replenish it too. And we're also going to tell you players to avoid because <laughs> you don't want crappy depth. That is you the go. last thing that you want, but I'll tell you one thing you do want. If you've been naughty or nice all year, it doesn't matter because you can get a free seven day trial for our Patreon. Happy holidays to everyone who celebrates. It's coming up soon. So like I said, you get a week of the discord and I want to talk to you. Uh, what our good friend Christian said, Christian DMs me quite often. If you're in there, you could do that, too. He said I like the Patreon for the information. It is typically pretty specific. While I may not be in love with every topic, hey, everything we put out there may not be for you, but we got a lot out there. It is always well-studied and delivered. I enjoy the format and prefer the pre-draft episodes. So you want to get in there because we're going to have a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. Nate and I especially, we don't cover certain things on the main channel, the main airwaves, the main YouTube it's going to be some really good sleeper stuff going on behind the scenes there. So please come check it out. If you're not interested in that, you just want bonus pods, Spotify, become a subscriber. We lowered the pricing and Hey, you can become a YouTube member too. get early access stuff. When you're on the YouTube, you get bonus pods, bonus content. Same thing with Spotify. You don't get early access. Cause I don't know how to do that. I don't know if I can do that on Spotify. So look into it. Somebody remind me to do that. Don't avoid us. Don't sell us. Buy us, hold us, and we'll talk to you about some of these players right now. Let's get right into it. All right, Nate? All right. Well, we're going to do it a little different today. You know, we've All done right. buy, sell, hold, void. We've laid out a whole scenario. And you know what? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but sometimes you have to make a decision that doesn't line up with what you want to do because you just maybe like or hate other players more. So we're going to lay out a player for you, and then we're going to tell you what we're going to do. Nate, he was running back one at one point in time, and now he's running back zero in my heart. Austin Eckler, tell me what you're doing.
1: Man, right there next to Drake London, huh?
0: (laughs) Well, this is a bad zero.
1: Oh, okay. Well, look, Austin Eckler, I am selling, selling, selling. Look, when a running back has a career low year, that is when you got to get off. Obviously, you, you love to get off the ride a year early rather than a year late. But this is this is not the year late. This is the year to get off. Next yeah. year is the year too late. You your your last chance to sell off. Necklace probably right now. Look, a career low rushing grade from PFF sixty one point eight. Second low of his career was seventy four point six. This is a huge drop off for him. Uh, career low in missed tackles forced per attempt. Career low in yards after contact per attempt. Only has six runs of ten plus yards. Look, he hasn't had fifteen. He hasn't had less than 15 his entire career, except for his rookie season. We had seven on 47 attempts. So for him to only have six yards, um, six runs of 10 plus yards or more, look, there's no explosivity left with Austin Eckler. Eckler. He is just not efficient anymore. It is time to move off of him. I'm moving him for early to mid second round pick. I'm I'm telling you, I will take just a second round pick straight up for Austin Eckler. I'm getting off the ship. Anything on top of that is great. Uh, I saw him got moved. He got moved for Josh Jacobs straight up. A swap. I love that because you're getting a little bit younger at the running back position. I think people are down on Jacobs because he's also a free agent running back. He's a little bit older, but he's actually a little bit younger than you probably think because he was young coming into the NFL. Of course, any kind of future first. If I can get a 2026 20, first for Austin Al- Eckler, I'm going to take that. And then one player I just love to go out and acquire for value right now, Josh Downs. I'd move Austin Eckler for yeah. Josh Downs. Oh, Reed. You know, we we like to throw those wide receivers together all the time.
0: He's been getting. I mean, he's been getting work, too. That's the thing. That's the frustrating thing about Austin Eckler. If you look, double-digit carries in every game except their yeah. the last game.
1: I Which mean, was just a tough game.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly. But still, if he's your best player, I want to get him the ball in his hands. He still, still did have four receptions. But, I mean, only one game this year over 100 yards. I'm avoiding, by the way, because I don't think you could sell. Yeah. And I would love yeah. to sell. I have a share or two. I'll throw them on the block. I'll try to move them, But I don't know what you're going to get. I don't know if you're even going to get a second form him right now. He's a free agent after this year. And I think, honestly, your best bet is we always tell you not to react to news right away. But this might be a case where you have to. Austin Eckler signs of the new team. You put him on the block and you let people come get him. That might be what you have to do with Austin Eckler. And you know what? He's the type of player that can go somewhere else, have a good game or two, and make you look like an idiot, and then go back to this. But you'll
1: you'll win long-term at this point.
0: Because his first game of the year against the Dolphins, he had 16 carries, 117 yards, a touchdown, four catches for 47 yards, no touchdown there. So you think, okay, we're going to be okay because this is what Austin Eckler is supposed to look like. And then every week since then, it has just been major question marks. When do I start this guy? I mean, touchdowns have been super inconsistent with him. The receiving work hasn't been there like it's been in the past. That's been really spotty as well. So I'm avoiding Austin Eckler. You burn me. <laughs> He's worse than unstartable right now. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty tough. Hard. Nate, Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Rishi Rice. He's no Kadarius Tony, but you know.
1: <laughs> Man, I
0: the Chiefs, Michael Harmon's on IR. Sky Moore just got put on IR. They got Justin Watson there. Justin Ross is still there, I guess. People are still Well, he,
1: he had something happen off the field. I don't know if he's even there still. He did get reinstated,
0: I just saw. Okay. Um, I think maybe a week or two ago. Don't quote me on the time, I was, but I saw he was reinstated. I forget exactly what it was that happened. But what a wide receiver room
1: for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> what are you doing with Rasheed Rice, though? Look, I'm holding Rashi Rice. Yeah. Value hasn't peaked yet. And because of that, I'm not going to sell him. Because I thought about selling him. Because anytime you have a wide receiver linked to Patrick Mahomes, there's a lot of value there. And I'm still of the belief that Mahomes isn't going to find the next Tyreek Hill and you lock into a target like that. I think there's still (laughs) going to be attrition and kind of a, a committee. But that committee's falling apart at this point. And Rashi Rice is the guy who's getting all the production. So I'm holding. And I'm going to ride this one out. I'm going to enjoy it because he's scoring best fantasy points. His value continues to go up. You know, I'm more than happy to keep him around. He's not a player I need to sell. But hey, if we if we keep up this trajectory and Rashi Rice is looking at you know being like a top 12 wide receiver value wise, at that point, I'm going to look to sell. I'm going to look to maybe diversify that into two or three assets. But until we get to that point, like I said, I'm happy to hold on to Rashi Rice. Continue to enjoy, you know, what is the wide receiver one on the Chiefs? He finally, finally reached 90-plus percent uh, route participation. That was a big day for us all. We're really excited moving forward. So not time to sell yet. We're going to hold on and just enjoy the ride. I'm going to hold, too. I have a few shares of him, and, you know, he was pretty
0: much like an early to mid-second round pick, depending on the league. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where, yeah, maybe you could sell if the value gets good. Maybe he really blossoms and you don't want to sell. You just want to put him right in your starting lineup because he's a guy I've been starting. Look, 38 targets over the last four games, Nate. And in that span, 32 catches for 340 yards and three touchdowns. It's pretty impressive for a rookie. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a guy that I feel, I'm not a Chiefs fan. Don't accuse me of that. But I feel like he's a guy who's going to trust you for a little bit unless you could prove to him he kind of goes away from you like Aaron Rodgers does. But he's appeared to emerge as the wide receiver one for the Kansas City Chiefs, not the receiver one, the wide receiver one. He's got a good rapport with Mahomes. So far we can see it's building. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, their their wide receiver room is a mess. And what if they sign a really good free agent? Like, let's say somehow Devontae Adams becomes a free Mike agent. Mike Evans, maybe. Mike Evans. That only helps yeah. She
1: Rice. That
0: yeah. only helps him.
1: All those guys are going to be outside wide receivers. Rashi Rice is playing out of the slot. Yeah. That's his position. That's the Juju Smith position of last year. That's position they thought Sky Moore was going to take over, but he couldn't. Uh, Rice is the slot receiver for the Chiefs, and I don't think that's going to change at all over yeah. the rest of his rookie contract. I there. think he's the starting slot receiver for the next three years from home, so there's a lot of value there. Yeah. And the reason I say hold and not buy is because he's already being valued as a top 25 wide receiver. I think that's accurate. I'm not a fan of buying at, Price for wide receivers because I think there's so many wide receivers you can get for a value if you go down the board a little bit, but more than happy to hold because, yeah, he's the starting slot receiver from Mahomes. So I want that. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you? So, all right, let's move
0: on to one of their division rivals, and that is Denver Broncos running back, Javante Williams. Nate, you kind of have an interesting one on here. So now you get some time to explain it.
1: Yeah, I've always been a fan of Javante Williams. I've always preached that he was coming back from his ACL injury and he was going to look decent. Uh, look good and continue to improve. And we saw him when he, you know, he's, he, he had missed some games and Jill McLaughlin, you know, went off in a couple games, but at the end of the day, Javante Williams came back and took his starting roll back over. He's getting the volume. You know, he's, he's not been great for fantasy football, but the Broncos offense itself has not been great for fantasy football either. Um, Very in inconsistent. Most cases. So I'm still holding Javante Williams. Cause I still believe him. All the things I've said earlier this season, I still believe, but looking at his value, looking at how the running back landscape is. You know, I want Javante because I I believe he has a, you know, a pretty set role with the Broncos offense moving forward. But also, he is now going into uh, – next year will be his fourth year in the league. So that's going to be a contract year. So it's time to start looking elsewhere. And with his value right now, he's being valued still as like a top 15 running back in Dynasty because there's really not many running backs outside of the top 10 that you can really – Feel confident about moving forward. So if you can sell him for players like Jaden Reed, Josh Downs, we'll throw that one out again. But look, we say that one all the time. So what are some other players? Brian Robinson, I've said that one tonight already. Okay, Jake Ferguson, I think I said that one tonight. Maybe it was the last last Love podcast. That. Kyle yep. Pitts, Sam Howell. These are some players around him on keep trade cut and players I think are valued in my head pretty similar. Uh, or first round pick for Javante Williams. I saw. Him Well, I went through the DLF trade finder, saw some first round picks move for Javante Williams, you know, because of the running back landscape and because of, you know, the inconsistency after you get past the top top couple, there might be people willing to throw a late first, late 25 first for Javante Williams. I don't think you're going to get a 24 first, but a 25 first, late 25 first for Javante Williams. I think that's in play two seconds. I think that's in play. And with, with the running back position him being a pending free agent next, next off season, I'm starting to look away if I if I can get a good value.
0: We've seen it too, guys that go into the fourth year. Sometimes they get traded before that contract even goes up. Yep. So it happens. He's a sell for me. And I like Devontae Williams, yep. but I haven't seen him go over a hundred yards. And like you said, this year. And like you said, the Broncos offense has been very inconsistent for fantasy. He's not as efficient as a receiver as he was in 21 either. I took 2022 out of the equation because of his injury. You know that is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's he just hasn't looked like what we wanted Javante Williams to be, and we're all Javante Williams fans here. By the way, Nate, he only has one rushing touchdown in the year. He does have two receiving yeah. touchdowns. So that's like I said, the offense has not not been kind to him either. No, but I mean, they did lose by fifty points to the Dolphins once. <laughs> that was tough. That was a rough one to watch. So you know, moving on from him, a guy that I would like to move similarly valued James Cook. Believe it or not, James Cook only going into his third year seems to really be coming on strong. I'm going to take an L on James Cook here. Um, but in all fairness, where people were asking us, who should I draft here? Um, they were talking about when James Cook came out, should I draft James Cook here? James Cook had a lot of competition at the point they were asking about like John Dodson. George like ticked man, I
1: felt seat. so good about that back then, but now it kind of looks a little silly, doesn't it?
0: This, this is how it goes. This is how it goes. But James Cook, man, I mean, we're talking multiple games over 100 yards, getting some good receiving work to uh, James Cook, just racking up the fantasy points. I'd make a lot of moves What move to him. are you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm selling. I'm sorry. Did I not say that? You I, might thought, have. I thought I said, but I am selling Javante Wade. you're holding slash selling, though? Uh, That just says sell. You're Sure, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you you're gonna have to show me what you're looking at then. Um, no, that this is the no, I'm sorry, I'm still on Javante Williams. You're after the break right now. Javante, I would make the lateral move from Javante Williams to got C- you. I
1: got confused with the James Cook thing. It's, it's spoiler alert. alert,
0: he's one of the guys I would make a lateral <laughs> move to. Um, Jaden Reed. I would do that too. And you had nailed the value before a late 25 first. I'll gladly take a late 25 first. And it was farther away, but look, you can use that to move around. So um, that's good. Right. And no, Nate, I did not miss the ad because we were going sorry. to do that right now. Hang on for a word from our sponsors. We'll see you guys in a minute. All right, Nate and I are back. We've got the show sheet all straightened out now. We know oh, man. You just
1: started talking about James Cook and about his value when he was drafted. And I was like, okay, we're just moving on, I guess. No, we're
0: not. Sorry, I was making a it's lateral like, move there. Yeah, from it's okay. Look, there's a lot of stuff on the show sheet. It's like 30, 26 pages long. There's a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> but our next buy, sell, hold the void candidate, Nate, is Buffalo Bills running back James Cook, who, again, I might have to take the L on here. He's looked really good this year.
1: But what are you doing? I want you to start. You were already talking about him. You you were already on a roll about James Cook because you're making a lateral move to him. So so it says holding, selling, but you're talking about making a lateral move to James Cook. So why aren't you buying? This could be a different team for all you know. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: look, I do want to hold him because he's been really good. And selling, if I get a really good offer or I'm not in the hunt for a championship, I don't want to squander his talents away on my junky-ass team. Sorry. <laughs> but look at this. On the ground, 188 carries, 968 yards and two touchdowns, 40 receptions for 433 yards and four touchdowns. It's yeah, amazing. Consistent week in and week out, taking the L. The Buffalo Bills offense, while it's been inconsistent, James Cook has been really good all season for the most part. But if I were to sell, I need a quarterback. A guy like Sam Howell is a guy I'm considering who I think – I know he hasn't played great the last couple weeks. I do think he could be a semi-long-term solution for the commanders. I would also, if I am going to move him, Rashad White. He's a guy who might have just a slightly better grip on his job than James Cook just because of how Buffalo
1: does things. Seems pretty lateral, but I understand. He's got a bit more of a, a set workload. He's not in a committee like James Cook is kind of in a committee. Although...
0: If, in all fairness, I do think that this year might have kind of solved the committee questions that we had about the Bills. I mean, it,
1: Latavius Murray, they used him in the, at the goal line uh, this past week, and he scored a touchdown, I believe. So, they, they still have a little bit of mix in there.
0: That, that frustrates me. The one game that the Eagles played against the Bill, that overtime game, there were crucial points in the game where they kept putting Latavius Murray in, and they handed the ball to him, and he does nothing with it. I'm like, as an Eagles fan, I'm fine with it. As a fantasy fan, I'm like, what are you doing? This is terrible. Just put James Cook in. He's better. And I would also consider possibly a late 25 first. His value lines up there. Um, so, yeah, I know it might sound hypocritical because I'm doing a lateral move in one circumstance than another. Sometimes things look that way in a vacuum. This is how it is situations are situational. Like I say, one team could look a lot different from another, but Nate, what are you doing with Buffalo bills, running back James Cook?
1: You know, Mike, I have on here hold, but if you're selling them for a late 25 first, I might be buying because James Cook right now might just be a top 10 running back in dynasty. And that is because there's not many heavy running backs in dynasty that you're going to feel great about. And unfortunately it's not the strongest class coming in through the NFL draft either. So there's going to be a lot of mid talent at the running back position. And James Cook, we know what workload he's going to have now. He's on a top offense in the league. He's going to always have opportunities. And look, the Bills seem to trust him right now. He's one of the top rushers in the league this year, right now, with 968 yards. He's going to have over a thousand yards rushing, Mike. Rushing. Very soon. Very not soon. Not just like not just rushing plus receiving, because we talked about James Cook coming out of college being a great receiving back and things like that. No, this is just total yards. Um, on the ground over a 1,000. What an impressive season from this guy, averaging 5.1 yards per carry. Look, efficiency is great. I don't mind that he's sharing some touches with Tavius Murray. I assume next year they're probably going to have someone else that he'll be sharing touches with, but he's still the 1A of that backfield moving forward most likely, and I'm holding him. And like I said, possibly buying for a late 25 first if I need a running back, especially at this point going into the playoffs because the Bills offense is on fire right now. And James Cook is one of the huge benefactors of that. So, buy slash hold.
0: Interesting season the way it's shaking out, too. We only have one running back over a thousand yards. It's Christian McCaffrey. We only have four running backs over 900 yards. I mean, we're three weeks away from the end of the regular season. It's (laughs) Raheem Mostert, James Cook, who's running back seven on the season, by the way. Kyron Williams, running back eight with 953 yards. Um, DeAndre Swift is close he's like four yards Off of 900 he's down there At uh, running back 15s so it's just It's just weird The way it's going and yeah. this shows that You know I don't think that by the way This next running back class is going to be as bad As people say it is and we talk I've talked about it before Try to brush away the narrative a little Bit you're going to find some gems Make sure you draft properly And appropriately but we're going to find Some good people uh, for you to get on your rosters. So we got a couple more here. After this one, I want to go first because I want you to try to convince me Ooh. because I knew we would try. I knew we'd be a little different on this one, but we're going to get there in a minute. hey Kansas City Chiefs, t- I almost said wide receiver, tight end, Travis
1: Kelsey, buy, sell, hold, the void. What are you doing? Yeah, we're a little bit off on this one as well, actually. I'm saying uh, buy slash hold Travis Kelsey. Obviously, if you have him, hold him. I'm not selling him. He's going to kind of just retire of my roster most likely if I have him at this point. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm ever going to be able to sell him for what value I think he's worth. Because until he, he can't play anymore, I want him in my starting lineup. But also right now you might have a buy window for Travis Kelsey because it is the end of the season and there are teams that are looking towards next year. And I think I talked about this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago briefly. And this is where you have leverage if you're a competing team where you can move, you know, a late first straight up for Travis Kelsey. You can maybe move two seconds in a throw-in player for Travis Kelsey because this rebuilding team knows, hey, I need to cash in on Travis Kelsey right now. It's like, hey, I don't want to be the year late on Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, man, he only had eight fantasy points this past week, which he's still probably like a top 12 tight end because that's the position. Only. <laughs> and that's, that's his floor, which is like half the time what you're hoping your tight end that you put in your lineup scores anyway. So – Travis Kelsey, we've seen tight ends play well into their 30s. I mean, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, we're talking about Hall of Famers, but Travis Kelsey's a Hall of Famer. I don't see why he can't play another year or two. So getting him for something like two seconds in a throwing player, a late first, Christian Watson. You know, a player we talked about earlier, Javante Williams. If I can move Javante Williams for Travis Kelsey, that's a done deal any day of the week from a competing team. Tony Pollard plus a third, I would do. Just another trade to throw out there. I think Travis Kelsey is accessible right now. And I've actually bought him in two leagues where I think I got him for a great value. Um, It was a couple weeks ago now at this point. But it was those opportunities where there was a team that missed the playoffs or was not going to make the playoffs and was ready to cash in on Travis Kelsey and just take really a decent value. I didn't have to overpay for him. And I think that you can go around knocking on some doors in your league and see if if you can get a fair value for Travis Kelsey right now. Yeah. Because he is old. So, like, I'm not going to go out there and spend a a mid – First for him. I'm not going to go and spend an early, you know, a 2025 first that's going to be mid or early, because there's other tight ends you can buy now that are productive. You know, Travis Kelsey, not the only productive tight end, but he gives cool. you the upside that not many other do. So still willing to pay and buy Travis Kelsey.
0: Tight end two on the season, right behind TJ Hawkinson. And I mean, we're talking the difference of like four fantasy points. So, you know, Travis Kelsey, there's there's definitely that window. The window's definitely there. And you know what's crazy if you look at it, too? Here, tight ends one through three in a PBR format. Here is the points that they've scored this year. This is insane. T.J. Atkinson, 209.2. Travis Kelsey, 205.4. Sam Laporta, 205.2. I mean, we're talking – we're yeah. splitting hairs here. We really are. That being said, I'll sell Travis Kelsey. I'm holding and starting him if I'm in the playoffs. i not going to touch him. Just leave him in there. Let's go. I understand he's one of the, he's a generational talent. We know that he's one of the best tight ends to ever step foot on a football field. And he's, he's fantastic. He's the best tight end in both the NFL and fantasy football until proven otherwise. That's Mm -hmm. just how it is. But if I can get younger and still get consistent fantasy points, there are people that will still, you know, that every league, Nate, there's people that will pay for the name. Yeah. Yeah. I could move Travis Kelsey and get Sam Laporta in a first. I will do it. It might be Sam Laporta in a second. I'll still do it. If I can move him, I'm not going to
1: get that, Mike.
0: You don't think so? No, you can't even get Sam Laporta straight up for what you don't think you could move Travis Kelsey straight up for Sam Laporta. No, you just said they scored two hundred. They scored the same amount of fantasy points. I understand that. He's ten years younger at least. I, I get that, but look, what I'm saying is there's there's leagues. There's guys like I need Travis Kelsey. You you
1: see it as much as I do. You know you. I see think it. if you want Sam Laporta, you're gonna to have to put Travis Kelsey in a second as a starting offer, and you're probably gonna to struggle to get that. Honestly, sound Sam Laporta's one of those untouchable below. guys right now.
0: I want to know sound off below what you guys think about
1: that. Kelsey in a first maybe for Sam Laporta. You think really? I think that's what you got to, to pay to get Laporta. Yeah,
0: hmm.
1: he's tight end one by a mile right now for most people.
0: Interesting and okay. deservingly.
1: Right. Yeah, right.
0: what about – do you think you could do Travis Kelsey straight up for Kyle Pitts, would you? I don't know if I would. Oh, you
1: you absolutely could. You should be able to get something on top of Kyle Pitts. I mean, as long as it's some team that cares about fantasy points. Yeah. I
0: mean, especially now, Taylor Heineke is going to be starting this week.
1: I don't think it matters what quarterbacks start. I think it just matters what head coach is coaching. I don't know.
0: But if I could move on from Kelsey, get younger,
1: I'll gladly do it. Would you do Travis Kelsey in a first for Sam LaPorta? Getting 12 years younger, scoring I know. fantasy
0: points. I know it's just hard when you're giving up a player like that and a first. I mean late first. At at that point, I might look other, I might look elsewhere. If I want to move on and get um an up-and-coming player in Capital, I might look on look to move more, more like a Trey McBride, um mm. Jake Ferguson. If you're really out of it and somehow, you know, your team just took a beating and you want to recoup, I would try to do, like, Kelsey to a contender if they have Mark Andrews sitting on IR. You could probably get some additional capital on top of that. Like, you're out of it this year anyway. What's going to hurt? He's not going to help you. You know, Dalton Kincaid is a guy that you could also go after with Travis Kelsey, too. Again, you're getting younger. You're getting good upside. Those three guys right there, three or four, however many I named, math is hard, you're going to be able to move Kelsey for and get additional capital for sure. You'd even throw Cole Komet in there, too.
1: Yeah, so, but there's maybe, a couple not, maybe not McBride. McBride might be a more closer, but McBride, I like
0: it, Mike. McBride really blossoming too. He is. Yeah, let's not forget, Trey McBride was the quote unquote consensus tight end one the year that he came out. So, so Nate, yeah. I'm gonna go first on this go one. Ahead. You need to persuade me because I'm avoiding Jerry Judy. He drives me insane. I don't know what to do with this guy. I really don't. Yeah, I get it. Widely inconsistent since he came into the league, only one touchdown this year. I feel like if I have him, I don't know when to start him. If yep. I start him, he's terrible. If he's on my bench, he goes off. What I'm avoiding Nate. Can you, can you persuade me? And also I think there's a possibility he's not with the Broncos next year and who knows where that's going to be.
1: I mean, that's probably the best case scenario for Jerry Judy, to be quite honest. If, I think if you, if you are thinking that Jerry Judy's going to be moving on to the Broncos, I think there's a buy opportunity right there. I think that's enough of a reason to buy him. Um, And that's the reason being is because Jerry Judy right now being ranked uh, wide receiver 45 on keep trade cut. I expect that will continue to go down. It has been trending downward all season. And it's getting to the point where it's a wide receiver that I think is going to be a value. At, At this point, he's starting to get to become a value. And I think where people are kind of just, hey, I want to move on from Jerry Judy. I don't want to deal with this guy anymore because everything you just said, I get it. And I, if, if you're looking for a wide receiver to put in your flex spot or even, you know, be a candidate for your flex spot, Jerry Judy's not that guy right now. Yeah. But if you have a third-round pick, maybe two third-round picks, maybe you have Curtis Samuel – because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trade Curtis Samuel to Mike for Jerry Judy. I can make that happen, right? Hey, Curtis Samuel's been playing some good ball this week. I mean, he's playing better than Jerry Judy. It's true. Rashid, Shahid Plus, Romeo Dubs. I'd move those guys for Jerry Judy because – I'm not relying on them already, and I can bet on the first-round talent that I believe Jerry Judy still has because let's look at the season he's having right now. Is it really that bad? Mike, it's not. Okay. Like, this is kind of a like a backhanded compliment, but he's having a very average season, a very career average season. And, you're like, okay, well, career average, and it's not a good season, is that because he's just not good? No, Jerry Judy's been productive before, but – what's really hurting him is the Denver Broncos offense is third lowest in the NFL with passing attempts per game. So the way we're talking about Drake London, Kyle Pitts, those players over there with the Falcons, the way we talked about the Ravens wide receivers before when having no volume that's happening with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton just happens to be the wide receiver one there. He's the guy going to get most of the targets, but Jerry Judy is still out there getting 20.2% of the targets, which is 40th in the league. That's not bad, Mike. That's not bad. He's catching 67.2% of his targets, which is good. That's solid. He's got 13-yard air dot. That's his best of the last three years. Five yards after the catch per reception. Career average for him, basically. It's just this really low volume is stopping him from being productive at all. And the fact that, okay, yeah, Jerry Drew's career average isn't really that great, but it's still decent. It's not bad. So what we have here is a player that's being viewed as bad. He's not actually bad. And he's also – so he's just a decent player at this point. He's just an NFL average wide receiver, let's say, at worst. Okay. In a bad situation. Well, if he goes to a different situation, there's room for some positive progression, some improvement, not saying he's going to turn out to be a top 20 wide receiver. But if you can get Jerry Judy for a third and he turns out to be a solid flex play moving forward – you're going to be pretty happy with that. So I'm, I'm willing to go back, invest in Jerry Judy now that he's becoming so cheap to, to go acquire.
0: If I could get Jerry Judy for a third, then I'm interested.
1: Two if... thirds, I'd be more than happy to do. Once you get to the second second round picks, I, I'm going to be more hesitant. As much as I still like, I, I, I like Jerry Judy, but let's be honest. I'd rather just re-roll the dice in the second round at this point. Yeah i think so yeah this, we're gonna have a good wide receiver class coming out i mean you yeah. know there's too many other wide receivers i can choose from jerry judy to invest a second round draft pick in him but if i can get him for two-thirds like i said or curtis samuel you know i'm making that happen
0: i mean look you know there's speculation of him going to carolina and if you think that's not a good spot look what adam thielen has done there this year adam thielen who's times yeah, yeah, at times, but still. I mean, look, multiple game. He was uh like started bats, out the
1: year really, really strong.
0: A wide receiver 7 at one point, I think. I mean, the guy's 33 years old. Jerry yeah. Judy's he's got younger legs in him. And and look, Adam Thielen's still the last couple weeks 4 for 43 for 5 for 74 then 3 for 25 before that 1 for 2. So, yeah, he's tapered off a little bit, but still I think Jerry Judy if he goes to Carolina, as was the speculation, that's why I'm just putting him there. Could be better than this. I mean, it's not going to be yeah. Terrace Marshall or Ian Thomas out there. Or hey, the Kansas That's City Chiefs
1: love to go acquire mid talents for their wide receiver room. Maybe they go after Jerry Judy.
0: I don't know. You know what? A cast off going to Kansas City just seems like a career death sentence for wide receivers.
1: To me. Sure, so. going that way for Kadarius Tony. So yeah. Oh my god. So all right. Well,
0: Nate, look, you convinced me if I could get Kadarius Tony from get <laughs> jerry judy for those prices, that i would <laughs> definitely be in I gonna... Tony. oh no i'm not stop it <laughs> so that's gonna do it for us thanks for hanging out everybody I'm <laughs> mike we'll see you next time thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft look no further than the nfl mock draft database we are your home for all things nfl mock drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet nfl mock draft database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team think you have what it takes to be a gm in the nfl give our free nfl mock draft simulator a spin which offers many features such as pick trading historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.NFLMockDraftDatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. until next time, everybody. For my faithful co hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. But thank you for listening.